Ephesians 1, 16 to 20 says, I do not cease to give things for you, making mentions of you in prayer, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what it is the hope that is calling, that are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint. 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the work of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Raised him up, put him in the right hand in the heavenly places. For above all principalities, power and might and dominions and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in which is to come. That is our hope. Not only in this age, but even in the age to come. There is, there is a world that's coming, but we're not looking for someone to overcome that world as we are hoping to gain a victory over this world. Christ came, overcame this world. Hey, rejoice, why? Because I have overcome the world. So now, where we have the reality that Jesus has what? Overcome this world. And our greatest hope is now that we're not actually of those people that are waiting, looking, or, or looking for someone to overcome the world to come. Make sense? We're not like, he is victorious in power in this world and in the world to come. So the hope is that we're not walking into this world as those that are perishing, but of those that are in Christ as his body with authority. Make sense? Okay, so that is our hope. And 22, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to the ahead over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen? Okay, we'll go to Colossians. Uh, 1 from 13 to 13, chapter 1, verse 13 to 23.
you continue in your faith, established and firm, and, um, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel, this is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, have become servant. Amen. 19. I just, uh, this is from the Amplified. And then this says, For it pleased the Father, for all the fullness of deity, the sum total of his essence, all his perfection, power, and attribute, to dwell permanently in him, the Son, and through the intervention of the Son to reconcile all things to himself, making peace with believers through the blood of his cross through him. I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. So through the blood of Jesus, a reconciliation came, not just of things that are in earth, but also things that are in what? In heaven. So that is the Lord that brought a reconciliation. And I love the fact that as we read from the top, it says that he is the exact uh, image of the invisible God. He is the he is the exact image of the invisible God, but yet he revealed him, uh, he revealed the, the invisible and made him invisible. In other words, he says visible, invisible. And I'm like, okay. So he made him visible, right? So the invisible God that we, no one has seen, the Lord Jesus showed up and revealed that what no one has seen. Right? And all this time, what actually like, hits me is this. Um, so all that, let's go Abraham, right? Like Abraham time. So before Abraham, like there was actually many, many idols. There's many things that people used to worship. And the ones that they used to worship are idols that they made with, it, with their own hand. They would make them and then it's, it's an idol that they can see. It's an idol that they can bow down to. It is an idol that they can speak to but yet we speak back to them, right? So, but yet, when with Abraham shows up, but now, it was a God that they, that speaks to you, is powerful, leads you, but yet, no one was able to see. Like, in this, they see him, they see their God, but yet, he can do nothing. And this end, it is a God that they do not see, but yet, can do all things, right? So here, you walk because you see him, and you do, you come back, it's still there, you know, like, it's, nah, you request for something, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. And then there is this God that by faith you walk, by faith you, by faith you pray, and then he, he knows what's in you, knows it all, right? And then it's a question that, uh, Moses desired that he wanted to know God. He wanted he wanted to see God. But God says to him, "Listen, like no one can see me and live. No one can see me and live." And then Jesus shows up, and then reveals the Father. He says he is the full image of the Father. Reveals them, and he becomes the firstborn out of the what? Of the of the dead. The first of of those that are dead. So. When I say that, not just grave, I'm talking about it's, it's us who were once dead, but now alive. So he is the firstborn of that. He is the firstborn of us, and he is dead. 
perfect image of the heavenly God. So you see the earth, us, is the perfect image of who we are, and then he is the perfect image of who God is, and brought those two together and reconciled. Walked with us, ate like us, tempted like us, knows it all, right? Went on the cross, he died for us, like us, as if well, the ones that were supposed to die. He died that way. And then after doing that, perfect image of the Father, reconciled us, and he is the leader, and made us now one as the Father that desired, that we will go and become his children back again. And those that God has made in his own image and his own likeness, Genesis, right? That God made us in his own image and his likeness. And it was through Jesus that the new creation was revealed and now reconciled us with, with the Father. So, and here it says, 19, for it pleased the Father for all fullness of deity, the sum, sum total of his essence, all his perfection, power, and attribution to dwell permanently, that's forever, in him, who? The Son. And through the intervi inter intervention of the Son of reconciling all things to himself, making peace with believers through the blood of his cross, through him, I say, whether things on earth and things in heaven, and although you were at one time a strange aliens and hostile mind toward them, participating in evil things, yet Christ has now reconciled you to God in his what? Physical body. How did he reconcile us? To the Father. It says that he did it in his physical body through death and order to present you before the Father holy and blameless and beyond reproach. Okay, the reason why I want to hit us home, because last week we talked about how we are, we became the body of Jesus and he becomes the head of the church, right? So he is the head of the church, we are the body, and the Bible says he presented us in his body to who? To the Father. And I said something to you when I, when I was talking uh, last Saturday. I said, regardless of what you went through or maybe you've experienced, but now that because of, there is an identity change that has taken place. Mm -hmm. There is an identity change that has taken place. So now when the Father sees, it says you are blameless. Do you know what? Like, blameless, as if, like if you had all the file and there, it's like, okay, you know how when Jesus stood before Pilate and then there was nothing found in him? Like, so, Jesus was being judged by someone that has authority on earth, gets judged, and Pilate looks at Jesus and goes, I find no fault in him. Mm -hmm. Right? Do you know how many faults were in us? Plenty. Worthy to be crucified for. But the Bible says, now he took us in his body, and now the one that is judging us is not Pilate. Now the one that is judging us is God the Father. So we stand before God the Father. God the Father looks on us and says, I find no fault in you. You know how Pilate says, I find no fault in you? Now God the Father looks at you and goes, I find no fault in you. That's how he reconciled you to the Father. Made you, said, blameless. Nothing whatsoever in you. 
That is why that you can go to the Father boldly. The Bible says boldly. You know the priest were not able to do that. The priest would have to sacrifice blood first for the sake of their sins. Then, God willing, God willing that when they go in, they do not get crushed. God willing that they don't have to be pulled out of there, that they will be able to walk out. But with us, it says, it's not like, I, I don't have to be like, oh, like, is my clothes, has it been washed with the right, like, with the, with the right soap, right? Like, I said, when I say his name, or like the whole ritual, like, do I have to follow that? No. The Lord, he made, it's, you're blameless now. Like, as he is, so are you. So, like, whatever Jesus is supposed to do, is what you are to do. So, if Jesus can go to the Father boldly, guess what he did? So that you can also go to the Father boldly. Without blame, without feeling that you're about to be judged. And if there is iniquity in you, if there is iniquity found in you, that the blood of the the blood of Jesus, which is still fresh and it speaks greater than the blood of Abel, guess what? It will testify in your behalf. Greater than the, the voice of your sin will not speak greater than the blood of Jesus will speak in your behalf. He becomes you. So it goes, he washes you, so now you can go in the sense he reconciled us through his body. So another word, that when the Father looks at you, he sees Jesus. Because he is your identity. When I go to the bank, when I, um, if I get stopped by a cop, whatever it might be, um, in order for them to find out who I am, a piece of ID, one of the things that I will provide is this. And you know what they do? Maybe those that have worked on cooking, we know. They will give us this, we'll look, look at the birth of date, and then we will look at the picture, and we will look at their face and see whether it matches, right? It's like, if it matches, huh, okay. If it matches, you're good. What you are, what this ID says that you are, right? But with this ID, this, this, it's, their, it's their head that we're looking at. It's, it's their face that we're looking at. So by that, we identify them. So in the same way, the Bible then tells us that Christ then becomes our what? Our head, and we become the body. So though that you don't see the body, but you see the what? You see the head, right? So in our life, the thing that should be seen the most is what? Right? The body is hidden, but yet the head is revealed, right? So heaven looks at you, he looks at guests. Heaven knows guests through Christ. Not outside of Christ, but it's through Christ. Christ has become the identity. He brought you into his body, through you with his body, he reconciled you to the Father. Right? So now that when I walk on this earth, I walk with the identity that says, Hey, Jesus, I was once Matthias, but now I am who? Well, not Jesus. But I am I was I was once walked, uh, walked in the world. Matthias, per se, right? But now I have a new identity. That is a child. That is a son. I have that identity. And the way that he stunted is that he became my head and I became the body. And then it says the father embedded all those authority and power in the son. That was his desire. He embedded all this authority, all this power in the son in 21 way. Yeah, so all the fullness of did this sum total of his essence 
this profession, power, and attribution to dwell permanently forever and who end the sun. Amen? So all these to dwell in the sun, and then she chose for us, to, for him to be our head, and then now on this earth, he gave us that assignment that the Father has given to Jesus. And it says it was to reconcile us, and he did that, his will, and then when Jesus left, he gave us an assignment that we will do in his authority or in his behalf. Right? We will do it in his, as if he's the one that's doing it. That's how we'll do it. We'll go around and we'll minister to people, not with the authority that, per se, that I have, but in the authority of Christ Jesus. Right? That is why that when you show up to, doesn't matter where, where, where it is, but when you show up to a room, it is not just like leadership. It is not just Matthew. But that is the reason why she says the kingdom of God is not a matter of like if anybody says to you here, there, like no, don't don't believe them, don't don't listen to them. Why? Because the kingdom of God is here. Like the kingdom of God is here. So when you show up, you're carrying something. You're showing up with someone. You're showing up to reveal somebody. Right? That's how you show up. And then when they see you, it's not just Matthias they see, but they'll see someone in Matthias. Right? It's not just you that they see, but they see someone in you. In order, I, I kid you not, in order for you to be able to actually express Christ, you have to be Christ-minded in all the time. Do you know what he says, Paul said? Let these things that are also in Christ Jesus to also be in you. It is a mindset that he was talking about. It was a mindset that he was talking about. Like, if I show up to work, and the thing that is in my mind is to get the work done and get out, guess what I'm going to do? get the work done and get out. Why? Because that is the thing that is in my mind. That's what I'm thinking. But no, let other things be like, you know, I, I'm doing a new job, right? I'm working a new job. And literally, sometimes it feels like a competition. Right? There's a group of us, we're in, and we're learning new information, and going out and answering questions, right? And like my mindset can be like, yeah, I want to be seen as the top. Uh, of them all, and I would memorize everything that is to be memorized, and then I would show up, I would kill it, they can see how great I am, and then I can leave. Right? That could be my mindset. But then there is a humility that I would go in, and then when somebody struggles, I can let them know what the answer is, and be like, hey, you can go on this and you can get it. Right there. And they will go and they will get it, and they will answer. And then guess what? They feel ten times better. But I could have just held that information and then me answer it, and then guess what happens? I look better, they look trash. But if that was my mindset, to just do that, then I would step in, I would benefit myself as I watch everybody crumble. Mm -hmm. It's a mindset. But by you just walking in and going, I'm not trying to be ahead when I'm already ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be in top when already <laughs> Right, already the one that actually it's, it's the reality. It's like when I say it's a mindset, it's a mindset that you need to see yourself as. Because, like, you know, when I said, when you doubt yourself, you don't doubt you, you doubt him. When you try to be top, top, that's what you're trying to say. He's not a top yet. If he is in top, he has everything, all the authority is in him, and he is in me. He chose to live in me, chose to be with me, and I try to go for power, high position, like as if that Christ hasn't been seated in the right hand of the Father, that is the highest authority that there is. 
the highest. So my thirst and my hunger, my, my motivation is not to actually gain position, no gain power, when I know that whatever that is in Christ Jesus is in me, I'm not a person that lacks things, but I'm a person that gives things. Because as long as that I have Christ, I have everything. Right? So in that job, I can show up and do what? Hey, but seems I do not have a great time today, but hey, I took a couple notes. Here you go. So when, when they ask you the questions, you'll be ready to go. Here. Yeah, I thank you. Like, I've had such a horrible day, man. Like somebody close my life. I'm sorry. Hey man, I'm going to be praying for you. Just know that. Anytime when I look down, I'm telling you. What? Yeah, man, I'll definitely do that. Yo, that's, that's crazy. Thank you. Yeah, I'm here. A drip of light. A drip of light. And next time it happens, you'll go and be like, hey, is everything okay? It's just you're showing Christ and everything. You're just showing, hey, is everything okay? Yeah. Last time that you spoke to me, you said somebody close by you passed. How are you feeling today? As I said yesterday that I'll be praying for you. I've been praying for you. I hope that you're encouraged. I hope that somebody close to the, the people that are close by you are being encouraged. I have you in my prayers. Bro, it means a lot. It means a lot, man. Thank you. I got you. I got you. What did you do? You stepped in with a different mindset. Humbled yourself. Revealed Christ Jesus. And you walked up. You accomplished a greater mission than actually the one that you... you a greater mission than the one that you would do if you went in with a mindset of just getting work done and getting out. Have a mindset, have a mindset of Christ. Humility. Okay? All those humility is revealed in little things. Not in big things, little things. Sometimes, it, it actually is, sometimes when you have the choice to benefit, you will benefit somebody. You choose to empower somebody. It's the little things. Yeah? Christ, God the Father embeds him, uh, empowers him with all this, with all the authority and made to be our head. And there is a verse that, there is a verse that I, I love as I was reading it. And I, I, I will come to the conclusion with this. But the Amplified says it this way. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth. Things visible and visible, whether throne or dominions or rules or authority, all things were created and exist through him. That is by his activity and for him. And he and he himself exists and is before, th uh, before all things. In him, all things hold together. His is the, control, uh, the controlling force of the universe. This is what I wanted to have at 17. And he himself existed and is before all things. In him, all things hold what? Together. And his is the control. This is the amplifier, so why not say it on yours? His is the controlling force of the universe. And 18 says, he is also the head, the life source, leader of the body, the church, and it is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Boom. He is also the head, the life source, and the what? And the leader. Right? Okay. Talk. So, we're going to end with this. So, last, in the beginning, 
we talked about we talked about the fact that it's going to be a year where we'll know the, the Holy Spirit, where we'll know the power of God, right? So last week we hit we hit at home, I believe, that how He is the head and we are the body, right? So and then it says here in in eighteen, He is also the head, as we know, the life source, and He is the leader, right? So as you the body and Him the head. You cannot try to do this life outside of your head. All of the decision that is generated is generated from where? The head. All of the thought is generated from where? Sometimes I actually think, it says, like this, this always fascinates me. I have not given you a spirit of fear. Like we know this first. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of what? Love. Love, uh, love power, and someone. Do you know what a sound mind is? It's a sharp mind, like it is, it's clear. To be honest with you, sometimes, I, like, there's like, I try to understand something and I don't, and then I generally get up and I'm like, Lord, you've given me a sound mind. Like literally, I don't know, you've given me a sound mind. It does not make sense for me not to understand this thing right now, no way. And I'm like, I, I, I'm gonna go back to it and I'm gonna look at it. Because I have a sound mind, right, it is clear. So, some, like, that is the reason sometimes, Right? When, when like, things that is not of God generates in your mind, they come, it is actually, you have to take an authority over them and go, Lord, you've given me a sound mind. These things are not welcome to you. Because it's what the mind thinks, the heart, will, the heart will accept, you meditate in your head, your heart accepts it, and then your body will, will, will end up accomplishing it, right? So here it says, he becomes the source of the body as if a phone is charged, and then if it's unplugged, it depreciates. The life on that phone or the battery life on that phone depreciates. In the same way, the time that I try to disconnect from the head is the time that my energy is doing what? De depreciate. I will find myself depreciating. I, I will find myself decreasing rather than increasing continuously. Why? Because he said, I will become your life source and then I will become your leader. So it's not going to be a walk that I walk with guess, guess as in guessing, not this guess, guessing, but it will be a life that I will walk with a leader telling me where to go, what to do. You will be in a situation when Christ becomes the, honestly, the leader, the source in your life, you can be in a situation as simple as trying to pick, trying to buy something, trying to make a decision. As simple as a conversation, Lord, you as a leader over my life, I need direction in this matter. I need a direction of what I should purchase or which one that I, I, I should gain. I need a direction. So in that, nothing is a waste that is of him. Nothing that is a waste that is of you. Why? Because when you invest and do what the leader is leading you to do, is telling you to do, everything is an increase. You don't find yourself decreasing. He is the life source. You wake up in the morning. You connect with the Lord. We are excited for the day. Let's journey together. Because I cannot journey, I cannot do the day without him. I think, who is it that I, I don't think I've told you guys this. Okay, but I've told Bobby, but I haven't told you guys. <laughs> what is that? That's how it sounds like. Tell us, tell us, tell us please. The way she said it. Yeah. Okay. But I think, um, it was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, when I, the first time that I started work, the first, and then 
I just became very overwhelmed with all of the information that was coming my way. And like I'm embarrassed to say this, so do, do not follow this, of course. Don't do not follow this. Ever. Uh, but I, so I woke up, Monday started, right, so I woke up and I had to be at work like, you know, 7 o'clock, so like, usually I have, I set up 6 o'clock, so I got up, I'm like, okay, okay, like for 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. I got this day and then I pushed myself and I got up and I sat down, everything, you know, set up, da, 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 the day went on. And then my time would come, you know, cook something, eat, and I sit down. And then that was Monday, and then I ended up running out for some reason, and I'll come back. And then Tuesday came along, I repeated the same thing. And then Wednesday came along, I repeated the same thing. So with all this, not in, and then by, especially by Wednesday, I didn't even say, hey, good morning, Lord. But so my mind was thinking, all of the information that I need to Gain, I need to understand. So when I sit down, my mind is going, Do you know this? Do you know this? I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, I'm working it out. I'm doing it. And like, that has taken it. Before I knew it, I kind of took a priority. Thursday came along, I was, I mean, good morning, forget good morning. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know where. Yeah. I don't even remember what my Bible was said. Like, I. I don't think I was just up, work, and then here I was. And then Thursday passed, and then Friday came along, and Friday, Josie and I have a movie night. At this time, like, I am exhausted, tired. So we were supposed to start our movie night at six, uh, 8 o'clock. So we picked a movie, we're like, yeah, we're going to watch this, and then I'm going to get up and hopefully like, pray or you know, get ready. And then 8 o'clock came along, and as the movie played, I was out. I was just, I was out. So I sleep. But who's the source of my life? It's Christ, right? And who's the leader of my life? It's Christ. So by Friday, I wasn't just exhausted because of physical. When I say like I was exhausted, I was exhausted like inside. I felt tired and exhausted. Like just like, ah, what's going on? Like the motivation. All these things were draining out of me. I'm like, ah. Oh. And went past out. And then it was 8 o'clock, and I out of nowhere, so here I am, I have a dream. And the dream is me and my dad. Mommy was there. And then mom just like turns around, has a conversation with my dad. And then I don't know, she turns and she goes, It's been a whole week, and you haven't heard God's voice. You haven't. Uh, you haven't heard his voice, you haven't had a vision, you haven't had a dream, and it's been a whole week, and you're okay about it. Like, you haven't heard God's voice, you haven't had a vision, you haven't had a dream. Not another word, it's been a whole week, you haven't heard anything from God or his voice. You can even check up on him and be like, man, man, a whole week has passed, and you haven't spoken to him. In that moment, my heart went boom, like literally in bed, and my heart beats. I wake up, I look at the time, it's exactly 3 o'clock. And I kneel down, and I go, Lord, you are so merciful. You are so merciful. You could have let me continue with this. Like, I don't know what God intended, thinking that I can, like, I thought that what I needed was a sleep. 
what I needed to do was him. In that moment, I kneeled down and I started having conversation with him. I said, Lord, this happened, that happened. Even if this is not you, we know that right now. But I'm sorry. I don't know how, without me knowing that, to priority. Please deal with me. And I just started having conversation with him after that. And before I knew, here I am. Full of energy. I couldn't go back to bed. I couldn't go back to bed. So guess what I have to do? Start reading. And that's when I actually had the best revelation to teach you guys on Sunday. It was in that moment because of his mercy. A whole week passed and I was drained, I was exhausted. Why? Because I did life not me, not his way. When he was supposed to be the leader, I led myself, I led my day. I did what I thought was right, not what he wanted me to do. Not even in the morning, I got up and said, Lord, we're going to do this together. May I walk in, 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 in purpose today. Lord, speak to me and lead me. Here I am. For this is the day that you've made, and it I will rejoice with you. Let's, let's do this. Lord, what do you want me to do today? What do you want to say today? What is your scripture saying to me? So for that reason, everything that we was doing was taking the energy, but because he's the only source that I have, that it has to come from Because it is, it's like, I can't give energy to, to a phone just by applying it to me. It has to be plugged to the right source, right? So, for that reason, all that, like, the whole week uh, went by, and it was waste. It was waste. All the information that I had to learn within that week, after that, guess how long it took me to learn? Two days. Hey. <laughs> Two days. I tried for a whole week, I couldn't get it. But after that, making them priority, took me two days. Like, it took me two days, and I was actually be, I was able to help others and be like, guys, here, do this, do that. But why? Because he became priority. Amen? Okay, let's pray. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, because, because of your presence tonight. Thank you, Lord, because you have spoken to us. Thank you, Lord, because you have seen where our hearts are and you know, God, what to say to, say to us in the morning. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ that this, this word that you have brought to us tonight, we pray, Lord God, that it will be food to our souls in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, that we will not just, we will not just look at it and hear it and, and uh, discard it, but I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, just like food, it will nourish us throughout the week. In Jesus' name. And I pray, Lord God, that it becomes practical, that we will use it, Lord God, in our everyday life, in the name of Jesus Christ, that we will be connected to the source. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will be priority in everything that we do, Lord God, that we will not try to do life by ourselves. In the name of Jesus Christ, because we understand, Lord God, that that is futile. That will not take us anywhere. But I pray, Lord God, that we will be plugged into you, the very life, the very source of us, Lord God, the head of the church, and we are your body, in the name of Jesus Christ, and I pray, Lord God, looking forward to this year, I pray this is the, this is uh, the strides that we will take, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we try to know you better, as we try to know you more, as our knowledge of you and the wisdom of you increases in us, I pray, Lord God, that we will 
act and Lord God walk as your body in the name of Jesus Christ Lord God because only through that way can we truly experience the power that you are can we truly experience Lord God your power in the name of Jesus Christ and we will know we will know beyond the shadow of a doubt Lord that it is not by our strength it is not by our mouth Lord God but it is by your spirit Amen. in Jesus name so if it is Lord God it, whatever it takes I pray that you in Jesus' name, just like just like David said, Lord God, that your rod and your staff they comfort him. Lord God, I pray that you would discipline us to stay within your path, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. That Lord God, we see you discipline us and we feel comforted. We feel uh, we see you discipline us and we 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 feel your love in the name of Jesus Christ, because we don't want to do we don't want to stray away from you. We don't want to do life without you. You are a source, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.